Hey everyone, it is Sam with West Virginia Overtime, and I'm coming to you guys to answer some questions and maybe to set the record straight. I don't really have a title for this podcast. Now, by the time you see it, I'm sure it will have a title. I have will have thought one up or magicked one some, from somewhere. Um, but what I want to talk about with you guys is I've had several of you message me privately or um, DM me on Twitter or some of you, uh, I think there were two, have actually emailed me. And feel free to do that. Uh, You can hit me up on West Virginia Overtime or WV Overtime at uh, Twitter on our Facebook page. Uh, We're on Instagram. Or you can just write me at wvovertime at gmail.com. If you've got stories, you got tips, you want pictures put up, uh, you want the score of a game, you want me to talk about uh, the leading spiker in a volleyball game, I will. But I gotta know. And so I do everything I can to sit down at least an hour, sometimes it's a couple hours, about three times a day. I try. Um, sometimes I have to eat lunch. So I don't always, I don't always get, uh, that done and, um, with all the other stuff that, that I've got going on. I'm sorry that I haven't, uh, been very regular putting out podcasts, but with sports starting back up, you're going to get regular podcasts from me talking about um, coaching, about breakdowns, uh, about different games coming up, predictions, what's going on, and everything like that. But I wanted to address, like I said earlier, you guys can tell, I don't have any notes for this one. Um, I wrote just a couple topics that I want to make sure that I cover. But uh, this isn't scripted. This is this is me just kind of talking to you guys. And um, I've had a couple people either on uh, the Facebook page question where I stand on certain issues or say that I favor one sport over another or I favor one group of kids over another group of kids or anything like that. Well, I really hope that I don't come across that way. One lady even um, called me crude, which made me kind of stop. And I even asked her, wait a minute, where where was that crude? Because I'm totally against that, especially since so many athletes, um, whether they be middle school or high school, are part of the page or part of the Twitter I don't allow any cursing on the page. I any crude comments or um, you know derogatory comments about women or or abuse or anything like that. That's not allowed. And so it just kind of took me back. I understand that a lot of people, gosh, probably since March, March 13th have been really upset. Um, change is hard for any human being. We know that. Uh, studies have shown that. And, you know, when we get into something that we consider normal or we have something that we're really looking forward to, such as, you know, basketball tournaments or or even the whole entire spring sports season, and changes are made. And we don't feel that they're fair or they're not made up or we're not given what we want. Then we have a tendency to foul that not only in our heads, but in our hearts and pull that out, that anger out, that hurt feeling out when we see that something might go close to that. And I know that a lot of you have been really worried over the last four to six weeks Are we going to have fall sports? You know, is my kid going to even get to go to school? And I don't feel like I can give you really my views on the the global pandemic. And just me saying those words, several of you 
are calling me a leftist liberal hoax. Um, I don't know what all the words that I've seen on Facebook. Facebook gets nasty sometimes. But I'm just going to call it a global pandemic because that's what the world is calling it. I have a, I have a cousin who is in Germany. And in his country, they, you know, they are calling it that. So um, I'm just going to go from there. The thing that I find really amusing is a lot of people make comments and their information may be old. Maybe it's something that they heard back in March or April. And they're still thinking that it's true. And it may or may not be. Um, because studies are coming out every day. This has only been around, I don't know, what, seven, eight months. We don't really know what's going on. Um, you know, I heard the other day, um, I don't, I haven't read the study, so I'm not 100% up on it, but I heard the other day that they now have three people that are confirmed that they've gotten it a second time. Um, so I was really looking forward to maybe getting herd immunity and this not happening next year or the year after. But if it is mutating, which is what some people say, like the flu virus does, then I don't know. And I use the, I use the F word there, the flu, um, I really try not to compare it to the flu. Um, I have talked to several friends of mine that have had it. It is nothing compared to the flu. Um, you know, when you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, and you get COVID and it's bad, um, you you kind of take a second look. So, you know, when one of my friends at DHHR told me what she went through and then she gave it to her husband and what he went through um, just wasn't, didn't, definitely didn't sound fun to me. So I posted, I don't know, I guess it's been about a month ago, I probably need to repost it, um, a picture of a boat. Several of you liked it. Uh, quite a few of you wrote me and said, I don't get it. Um, some of you wrote and said, well, it's kind of stupid. But I may repost it. It says, we are all in the same storm. But we are all not in the same boat. So be kind. And we are all in the same storm, though. The pandemic episode is going on globally. Like I said, we're we're all in this storm. However, we're all not in the same boat. There are several people that are listening to this that think they're invincible. They're in excellent shape. They maybe just had a physical two weeks ago. The doctors told them how healthy they are. They don't They don't have anything wrong with them. They've never really had anything wrong with them. And they're invincible. And so they don't think they're going to get it. And if they get it, it's going to be mild and it's not a big deal. Well, that's great. But you're in a different boat than someone that may be 90 years old. And is, has congestive heart failure, has some lung issues, and, you know, is maybe on oxygen. Um, so see kind of where that metaphor is. And then we have kids. And I think a lot of people forget because a lot of times we look at our own kids and, and we see how perfect they are. And how healthy they are and how athletic they are and... And, you know, of course, we love them to death. But we've, we forget that, you know, your kid's best friend may have asthma. Well, you know, that could be an underlying condition. It could cause them to be susceptible to COVID. 
um, your kid's best friend may have, you know, heart murmur or have had heart surgery when they were two years old. Uh, your best friend's kid may have um, different lung issues, may have had a blood clot before. Um, one of my best friends in, in, in high school, um, actually, I guess I would have to ask his exact age. I believe it was our junior year, so he would have been 16 or 17 years old. He actually found out that he had a brain tumor. And so I can't imagine this happening when I was a junior and having him be susceptible to this. So I think we need to remember that, that just because we're healthy or because our kids are healthy, it doesn't mean that everyone around us is healthy. And so, you know, I kind of feel led to say wearing a mask is not about you. They've proven that. You know, the mask doesn't really protect you. It's protecting others. So be kind. Because you're not in the same boat as others. And you don't know that when you're in Walmart, who is susceptible and compromised and who's not. And when you go to those football games, you don't know that your son's best friend has asthma. Or you don't know that your son's best friend may have had blood clots before. So wear a mask for them, if nothing else. I know a lot of you have made the point that, hey, sports have been going on the whole summer. Well, yeah. Yeah, they had a lot of communities have had community-based sports. And they made the decision as a city or as a league to have sports. And then West Virginia as a state made the decision to allow the three-week practice period in July. And so immediately people were like, oh, well, if they're practicing sports in July, we're going to have school, you know, in August. Well, I think a lot of people that said that either didn't have kids in sports, they didn't go to practice, or they didn't truly read what was put out. Um, you know, if you went to those practices and stuff, there were a lot of coaches that were very strict about those rules. Those kids could only be in pods up to 10. And at some of the practices, they were in pods of five. Um, from what I understand, there was one northern school that had them in pods of three. Um, coaches were wearing masks at all times. The kids were wearing masks when they could, as far as when they weren't doing aerobic or cardio running, or when they weren't drinking their water. They all had to have individual water. Um, they really went overboard at wiping down balls if, if it was a sport that used that. Um, they really went overboard as far as I know a lot of teams in the area that I am um, had the kids actually bring their own volleyball. They practiced individual drills where the kids didn't switch balls. They didn't hit the ball to each other. They really worked on you know, control of the ball with just them so that there wouldn't be contamination and they wouldn't have to clean everything and take that into consideration. So I don't think that a lot of people knew the precautions that everyone took. And then when Governor Justice in August pushed some things back, people got really upset and didn't understand why, you know, fall sports practices got pushed or why school got pushed. Well, I really think that everybody was hoping this would go away. I mean, I know I was. 
Um, some of you know I I write some um, I write for a sports betting site, and you know I'm not writing as much as as what I normally would or or want to even um, because there's a lot of sports going on right now. So it's really cut into what I do and the enjoyment I have. You, get, I think I've told you guys numerous times that, that I am a total sports fanatic and just about like every sport known uh, around. So that's the thing. People didn't really understand that we were all so hopeful that this would just go away and disappear and it didn't. And in some places that were, some places that didn't, West Virginia has been extremely lucky. And I am very thankful that I live here because, you know, we haven't had to go through a lot of the deaths or, you know, the hospitals being full or people being scared. We really hadn't had to deal with people playing jokes either and getting arrested. You know, I have I have family that are down in Florida and there's a lot of people that think it's hilarious to go into Walmart, pull the mask down, and start coughing on people and telling them that they have COVID. Not real sure why that, that they seem to think that's really fun, but um, that's happening. I'm not hearing those stories here in West Virginia. And luckily, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm very thankful that I live here. So we are getting to have school. We're getting to have sports. We should be very happy about that. But instead, it seems like everybody wants it to be normal and wants to argue when it's not. And again, that goes back to people don't like change. There's a lot of states that aren't getting to have, you know, school. They're not getting to have sports. They're there's colleges that are postponing their fall sports and going to play them in the spring. And they're going to make athletes choose which sports they're actually going to play. I hope that that doesn't happen here. I don't want it to happen here. I would hate for a cross-country runner not to be able to run cross-country and track, but be, be forced to choose. Or a football player having to choose, do I play football or do I play basketball or do I play baseball or do I try to do them all or, or what? It's bad enough that a lot of people are on different sides. They're not in the same boat. And I, I want to continue to stress that because I think sometimes we don't think before we speak. And we say, well, you know, the kids are hanging out with each other. The kids are staying all night with each other. Oh, the kids are, you know, going to practice with each other. So it's not a big deal. Well, I've wrote several times, I think, on West Virginia Overtime that that's your decision. Not all parents are making those decisions. I've talked to several parents that their kids have sat home a lot this summer. Um, yes, they've taken some family trips to like New River Gorge and hiked, or they've went fishing, or to get them out of the house. But or they've made um, a, like a contract almost with another family that's not going to be around anyone else, and so that their kids can play together. So there's that going on. Not every kid is having sleepovers and parties. There are some people that are having to make choices whether their kid should go to school or not. Uh, my sister's best friend, she knows exactly who she is. Um, she has an autoimmune disease. And she's um, 29 and counting. <laughs> and she has two two beautiful, handsome little boys. And she's having to make the decision. They want to see their friends, and she knows that they'll probably learn better in school. They'll probably have more social interaction. But does she take that chance that they could get it and 
not have symptoms, have a mild case of it or whatever, but give it to her. And while people with lupus, you know, of course most of them survive. But there's, you know, that one in a trillion, one in a million, one in a hundred thousand, whatever the number is, that do die. Or are at least in the hospital for a while. She doesn't want to be that one. She doesn't want to leave her boys. So that's a really hard decision that she has to make. Whether her boys are going to go to school. Or, and she takes the chance with her own life. Or does she keep them home? And they miss their friends. And and she's got to teach them. And, and I know that's going to be hard on her. I know that there's, you know, players out there. One mother wrote me and said, can you stop some of the comments that are happening on the board? You know, my son is having to choose whether he's going to be part of the extended family or he's going to play sports. And I wrote her back and I said, I don't really understand what you mean. Um, and she wrote me and she said, my mom got cancer and she beat it about two or three years ago. She's been in remission and she said, my son is extremely close to her. My son even went to some of her cancer chemo treatments and sat in the chair beside of her. It's nothing for him to come home from school and I'm, I'm not off from work and he stops at grandma's house. But she talked about how, you know, he, I can't remember whether he's a sophomore or he's a junior. But he's having to make the decision that if he plays football, which I'll tell you in a minute. But if he plays football and basketball and baseball like he normally does, he's not going to be able to see his grandmother until May. And, you know, that was very eye-opening to him. Because, of course, you know, he's hearing from his friends and his friends' parents. He, you know, he's hearing a lot on TV. It's not that big of a deal. So it, it, it becomes a big deal when your parents set you down and say, we just can't take that chance. And he is playing football. Now, he's not 100% sure that he's going to play basketball. Because she said he doesn't know that he wants to miss Christmas. He's already thought of that. I guess her birthday's around there. And she said, he has said, it may be worth it to miss basketball season to have, you know, time with grandma. And then maybe I can play baseball. That's sad that he's a sophomore or junior. That's a 15, 16, 17-year-old that we're asking to make a decision not to see Grandma. Of course, I, I've told you guys before, I'm a coach. And I've told this to different coaches. And one coach actually told it in person, and it kind of stopped him in his tracks. Because he said, I never thought of it that way. I don't want... To have to go support one of my players who got COVID in a sport I coach, took it home, and gave it to one of their grandparents, and that grandparent is now in the hospital, and that player is blaming themselves. Saying, I gave that to grandma or I gave that to grandpa. And then to take it one step further, God forbid, that player takes it home and gives it to grandma or grandpa and they die. I don't want to attend a funeral with my player, sit there, and... Have them be experiencing guilt because they chose to go to school or because they chose, you know, to do a sport 
and then gave it to their grandparent and their grandparent died. Um, I think that's the worst thing as a coach is dealing with other issues. X's and O's don't bother me. I can draw those all day. That's what I do in my spare time. You know, I doodle and, and draw up stuff. It's the emotional stuff. It's the part of growing up. It's the part of them asking questions and and you're trying to guide them and give them choices and let them make decisions when you want to tell them what the exact decision you think is right. Um, role modeling behavior for them and and trying to correct them when when they don't get it right that's the hard part of coaching showing up at funerals and watching this player you're so close to falling apart um i hate it if that happens this season and god forbid i definitely don't want any players band members students uh, cheerleaders, dance team, volleyball, golf, cross country, soccer, whoever. I don't want any of them to die from anything, whether it be COVID or heat stroke or anything like that. So I guess that's, that's always been on my mind. I'm very safety conscious, but I think it's on my mind more this season. I also, uh, kind of wanted to talk a little bit. There's been, some talk about the collar codes that Governor Justice has, has brought up and what they mean and can we get around them? Well, we had a couple counties that were red last week and then we've had some counties that are red this week. And we found out, all of us, the whole entire state, found out real quick, yeah, there's no way of getting around red. You... You don't do anything. You don't practice. You don't play. Um, you don't even get to go to school once school starts. So you're just, it's out. Everything's gone. And then if you're orange, well, they take almost everything else away. I mean, you're allowed to practice, but that's pretty much it. You can't play. You can't go anywhere. You can't do, you know. But it seems to be where I'm getting a lot of questions and I'm hearing a lot of rumors and all that is in the green-yellow categories. Um, you know, I had a team from up north, had I think three people from that team say, look, the team across the city said um, they are a smaller school than us and they're green, our county's green, and we only get four tickets, and it's household members, and, and they said that if we have more than four people in our household, then we can go to the school and maybe get a waiver and get another ticket, but they're only giving out four tickets, and if we only have three people, we can't give that extra ticket to anyone. They're just going to give us three tickets. And we heard that our rival that is in the city and, you know, just across the city, they're smaller, but their stadium is, you know, similar, and they're giving out six tickets. How is that fair? Well, I'm going to be really honest with you. I don't know. You guys can write me with questions like that. I'll write to SSAC or I'll call them or, or I'll try to get you guys answers. I encourage you guys to band together like the band parents did and flood the SSAC with phone calls asking what's going on. Cause I agree with you guys. You know, that, that's really not fair. I know that. A lot of grandparents go to games and travel and, and, and everything, and they're wanting to do it, and some schools are wanting to break the rules for grandparents, even though they don't live in the household. And, you know, I can see it both ways. There's a, a gentleman 
that I have known since I played, and I've told you guys I'm ancient, um, there, there's a gentleman that I've known since I played against a, a rival. So, you know, I don't, I don't even want to guess how many games he's been to. He goes to football, he goes to girls basketball, he goes to boys basketball, he was at our baseball and softball games, um, he goes to soccer, he, I mean, and he's an older gentleman, and I guess some people in the community ask, could he get a waiver to attend all the games that he does? That's how he communicates and keeps his uh, connection with the community. And they were told no. So here's this gentleman. I'm going to guess that he's probably been going to this school's games for 40 years. Of course, he doesn't have any kids on the team now. He may have some grandkids or great-grandkids. I don't know. Um, but he knows everybody in the town. He knows all the players. He might as well be all of them's grandpa. But because he doesn't live in a household with a player, he can't go right now. And that breaks my heart that such an upstanding member of the community can't go. But that's just the rules right now. And I think a lot of times we're seeing that people want to break the rules or go around the rules or protest the rules or or whatever. And I am, again, kind of on the fence about that. You know, if it's discrimination, if it's something, you know, important or whatever, I'm all for you calling, you protesting, you getting petitions, you fighting for kids to be able to do something or to keep them away from something or whatever. But at a point where a rule is a rule, you got to remember I'm coming from a coach's point of view that if I set a rule, I, I want it followed. I don't want you to gather a petition. Um, I don't want you to protest. I, I just want you to follow the rule. I don't want you to go around it. Um, you know, if practice is at 9 a.m., I want you there. I don't want you there at 9.02. I don't want you there at 9.15. And I don't want to hear a protest, and I don't want to have a petition. I want you there before practice, and I want you stretched and ready to go. So I think sometimes, as parents, as members of the community, as coaches... And for the, those of you players that are listening to that or this, I think sometimes we have to take a step back and say, okay, is this a rule or is this discrimination or are they doing something that is illegal? Are they doing something that is totally wrong that I need to fight? Or is it just a rule that I don't like? You know, I've heard several comments, read several comments on the Facebook page, read several on Twitter of schools having their football fields and there's a hill next to them. And numerous people are saying, well, I'm just going to take my lawn chair and I'm going to go up on that hill and take my binoculars and I'm going to watch the doggone game. Well, you know, that's your choice. And I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. The only thing I'm going to tell you is, what are you teaching the players? Because I think sometimes we forget that. That as coaches, as parents, as, you know, members of the community, as the players know, members of the community, the, par- the players respect Um, they're watching us. They're learning from us. They're listening to us. And when they see us get handed a rule, 
and we sit and try to figure out how to break that rule or how to go around that rule or under that rule or sneak somebody in or, you know, get an extra ticket and have them lie about their name and, and sneak them into the game and, and all that. How can we get upset with them when we say, um, go upstairs and go to bed, and then we hear a noise and we walk upstairs, <clears throat> and at 2 o'clock in the morning, our kid's not in bed. And, you know, they come home and we're waiting for them, and we say, where you been? You know, you know you're supposed to go to bed. And our kid says, oh, well, I really wanted to go to such and such's house, well, that's not them breaking a rule, is it? Isn't that them getting around it? Isn't that them going under it? Isn't that them finding a way? So I think sometimes we really, really, really got to watch. What are you doing and why? Now, I kind of, I wrote down the band, dance team, and cheerleaders. Because I got questioned about that a lot. About how I was I was only for the football teams. Well, no. I am a big supporter of my team as a cheerleaders, dance team, and band. And I think those coaches and those kids and the parents of those kids will tell you that. Um, because they know who I am. I, I wholeheartedly support them. But I do want to tell you what I was doing on West Virginia Overtime when I was responding to some of your comments. I wasn't telling you you were wrong. I was telling you the reasoning. You're allowed to say, well, I think that's a stupid reason. You know, a lot of times... When you said, hey, that's a stupid reason, I agreed with you. I think it's stupid that they even wanted to ban the band or the dance team or cheerleaders. I I did. Did I want to come out and say that? No. I wanted to tell you guys the reasoning behind it. Because I think a lot of you didn't know. And I even made some suggestions on, hey, how about don't call your principal? How about calling the SSAC? How about calling the governor? It's an election year. Um, how about you trying this? How about you trying that? Maybe they'll go for this. And so I don't want anyone that's listening to this podcast um, or anyone that, that follows West Virginia Overtime to think that I don't support bands or dance teams or cheerleaders. Um, I will put up band stuff if people send it to me. I'm just going to be very honest with you. Um, band isn't a sport. It's an activity. And I don't follow a lot of the different bands, groups, and stuff. Um, a lot of times there are too many competitions along with all the other games that I just don't have time. There's games I miss, um, let alone trying to keep up with all the band competitions. But if you guys send it to me, I don't care to post it or anything like that. It's not that I'm against the bands. I don't want you guys to think that. Um... I am for following your passion, and if your passion is music, and you enjoy being in the marching band or the concert band, or you enjoy singing, or you enjoy dancing, I I think you need to do that. And I think once you're out of high school, I think you need to continue to do that. Ha put that in your life. Don't graduate and just throw it away. You know, continue to play at your house or in your dorm room or, or you know, and, and continue to pass that on. So I'm, I'm not against any of them. Totally support it. Um, you know, 
quite a few of the players on my team last year are are now cheerleaders or dance team members. I hate it that I'm not going to be able to support them like at away games or or at most home games. I really I really want to. I want to be able to see them. I want to stand up during my school's fight song and clap and watch them do their dance. Uh, just like a lot of the guys that I know, I want to see them score a touchdown. Or I want to go to their soccer games and watch them score a goal. Um, so I don't want you to think that I don't support kids. Because I definitely do. And if you look at West Virginia Overtime, I know several of you wrote me and said, I can't keep up, you're posting too much. Well, I know. Sometimes that's a good thing, sometimes it's a bad thing. It's a bad thing because you actually sometimes have to come to West Virginia's Overtime's page and just kind of scroll. And you can find a lot of news. You can find out a lot of activities. You can find out what's going on in different areas. Um, the bad thing is, yeah, sometimes there's 50 or 60 posts a day. And I know that, and I'm sorry, but you know what? I don't want to have to pick and choose. Oh, I'm at post 29. Should I post about cross country or should I post about football? I don't make those decisions. I just post them. I don't have a post count or anything like that. So a lot of times, if you scroll, you'll find it. And a lot of people have said... You know, I don't really understand what West Virginia overtime is. Well, let me explain that to you and how West Virginia overtime kind of came about. I was a part of a conversation. I started by being nosy and listening in, but I became a part of a conversation. A mother said at a football game, in September of last year. I wish there was some easy way, some place I could go that just had everything about everybody. And I didn't have to Google it myself. Because when you go to a lot of schools pages, they don't talk about things. They don't carry things. They don't carry the articles. They don't carry the TV. They don't carry the podcast. They don't carry this or that. Um, some of them don't even put the scores up. So I said, are you talking just about the conference? And she said, no. I would like to know what Martinsburg's doing. She said, I'm not going to say that I'm going to read every article about Martinsburg every single week. But I would kind of like to know their score of their game or or occasionally read an article. And a mo another mom said, yeah, I have a nephew that plays for Parkersburg, and I would kind of like to know what he's doing. And I go up there to the Parkersburg paper, and sometimes they have articles and sometimes they don't and, and everything. So in September of last year, we're getting ready to come upon our year anniversary. I started West Virginia Overtime for that very reason. And like I said, I sat down anywhere from an hour to two, um, three times a day, sometimes more, uh, especially, you know, when there's something big going on, like, you know, them canceling band and dance team and the cheerleaders and all that. Um, sometimes it, it's more often, but I try to search everywhere. If you look on my Twitter page, I am, I'm trying to follow all schools, all sports. If, if you go to the people I follow, you know, you will see, uh, and I'm just, 
I'm picking them out there. You will see uh, Morgantown Cross Country, Morgantown Girls Soccer, girl, Morgantown uh, Boys Soccer, Morgantown Golf, Mor- Morgantown uh, Volleyball, Morgantown Football, um, Morgantown High School, Morgantown Athletic. I mean, I may have 10, 15 accounts just dealing with Morgantown High School in order to get as much information as I possibly can. Um, I follow as many TV stations, radio stations, and newspapers that I possibly can. Uh, Luckily, I have made some friends. Uh, Shout out Carl Holcomb. Uh, I haven't gotten to meet him, but I'm hoping that one day I will get up there. He is absolutely awesome. He sends me all the stuff about Tucker County, Malcolm, East Hardy, Petersburg, anything. He sends me pictures. He sends me articles. Uh, if they're on the radio, he sends it. If, you know, they're streaming, he sends it. Um, you know, so uh, Rudy, I think his last name you pronounce it, Ut, sends me stuff. You know, Ryan Decker up north. Uh, Dave Morrison over towards Beckley Bluefield area. I I can't thank these guys enough for allowing me to do that. And a lot of people are saying, you know, all you do is repost other people's stuff. Well, then you're not really reading everything because I write articles. I do this podcast. I I do do a lot. But no, the page was never supposed to be about me. Um, I don't want it to be about me. I don't even care if you guys know my name. I don't I don't care if you know where I'm from. Most of the time, a lot of people will ask me, well, what school are you from or who do you root for? Now, there's some people that obviously know because they recognize my voice. But um, I usually tell people it doesn't matter. Because I don't want to play favorites. I, I I do my best not to. I If I find something about a team, I try to post it. And I try to give credit where credit is due. Um, you know, I try not to post stories, rumors, anything like that. That's why you see Ryan Decker posted. And if you go search ryan decker you you go to facebook or you go to instagram or you go to go to twitter or you google him usually you'll find whatever i have posted i want to give credit to the people that do the work um you know ryan ryan pritt he he has gotten promoted but he helped a lot last year rick ryan um Luke Creasy, uh, Grant Trader. I mean, I can sit here and name everybody. I do my best to give them credit because they're working hard. But when it's me, a lot of times I say West Virginia overtime says. Or I use the word I think. Or I personally think. Or in my opinion. Obviously, when I post this podcast, it's going to say West Virginia Overtime on it. So you're going to know, oh, that didn't come from somewhere else. These are these are my opinions. So I, I really want to make that clear that I'm, West Virginia Overtime doesn't have any advertising. We don't have any sponsors. Uh, yes, we've been approached. I, I'm not saying never, but right now we don't. This is free. Uh, I do this for free. I love doing this. I love being around the athletes, talking to the athletes. I love uh, giving people as much news as they possibly can and that they want. And when something goes viral, like it did last week, I got over a quarter of a million in views. I am so thankful that you guys um, shared that all over the state you shared it in other states um we had people um i had a guy from texas say 
do you care if I join? And I said, well, no, but all we do is post about West Virginia. And he was like, well, um, there's one of the kids up there. And he never, he didn't know who it was. He said, there's one of the kids up there that one of the colleges are looking at. And I'd like to keep up with him during his baseball season. Okay. I don't care. You can like the page. I don't have any approval process or anything like that. Like the page. Have fun, you know. But he just, he kind of wanted to know if, if it was okay. I don't care. You know, not a big deal. But I want to reiterate, you guys can reach me. Post something on Facebook. You can message me. You um, can tweet at me. You can always email me, uh, wvovertime at gmail.com, and say, hey, our team won tonight. Here's the score. Here was our leading spiker, our leading runner, our leading golfer, or whatever. I've already had one person comment tonight. I put up two golf matches tonight. Um, it was, I think, seven teams. Two different, two completely different golf matches and she wrote me and said why don't you have ours and I said I didn't know you played one and she said what and I said look I don't have time to make a master schedule of all the high schools and all the sports when they play and everything I rely on being able to find scores or people to send them to me so you want me to put your golf score in, then put it somewhere where I can find it, or better yet, send it to wvovertime at gmail.com, and I'll post it. I don't care. I'll give your kids props. I'll put it up on Instagram if I can. I'll put it on Twitter if I can. You know, um, we had some problems, uh, I guess it was during basketball season, People were sending videos through Facebook message, and it wouldn't let me copy them or save them or transfer them where I could post it. So if you do have a video, it's usually best to tweet it or send it through email because um, I don't know what's up with Facebook. But anyway, I will do it. I will put your name out there. I will tell tell your kids congratulations. I don't care to do that. That's that's not an issue. Golf and cross country have already started. I am so excited about that. Um, there was cross country scores up yesterday, and then last night, like I said, there were some golf matches. I think soccer starts today. I think there's uh, a couple different soccer teams that are playing. Football scrimmages are, are, you know, starting. I think there may be one today, but I think most of them are Friday and Saturday. Can't wait. Um, we're getting started, people. And I can't stress it enough. Wear your mask. Social distance so we can get the whole state green. We don't have to worry about them canceling us. We don't worry about kids not getting to play their fall sports and have a blast. Because I know a lot of people worry about the seniors. Oh, I want my kid to have my senior year. You know what? I want that freshman to have their freshman year too. I don't want any kid to mess it up on anything they love. So, you know, let's, let's wear our masks. Let's social distance. Let's follow the rules. And let's get West Virginia completely green. And, you know, let's welcome all the sports starting, you know, this week and next week. And hopefully we make it to May. I mean, I, I absolutely can't wait. Any issues or questions you guys have about tickets, please call your school or talk to your coach. Every school seems to be going through a different program. Um, there are certain states where they got one program. Every school has to use it. Everybody is paying the same exact way. 
Um, they have to enter in the same exact information and they get the same exact everything. Receipt, tickets, whatever. West Virginia, I guess, did not want to do that or didn't think of doing that. So schools are doing what they can. So if you have a question about how to buy a ticket for your son or daughter's games, contact the school. If you can't get an answer, yeah, you can contact me. I'll blow up their phone and try to find out for you. But, um, you know, if I have the information, I'll give it to you. If I can get the information, I'll give it to you. But a lot of schools, you know, they're scrambling. And they're trying to get programs set up where they can do it online and they can give you a receipt or, or they can get your tickets to you. Streaming. Yes, I've heard certain uh, schools have done contracts with companies. And those companies are going to carry certain sports games. Um, are they carrying all the sports? From what I understand, no. Um, as far as minor sports... I put it out there. I have talked to several schools about it. There are video platforms out there. Some of them I have used. Some of them I have not. But the one that I use the most is the one that I posted. It's Meridics. It's M-E-R-I-D-I-X. You can go on there. You can set up a school account, have the school do it, set up a school account. They have their own platform to, ch to charge. They, uh, will, will, they will allow only certain people or, or what you can put up restrictions and stuff like that. You can make a game free. Maybe, you know, your school decides, um, hey, we want this week's soccer game to be free. They can do that. And here's how easy it is. I talked to, to one coach. Actually, he was a football coach. But I actually talked to him last week. Um, and I think they're setting it up. If your school sets up an account and they'll give you access, they can give you not total access, but just like cameraman access or whatever. All you have to do is have a phone, and that's it. That's the basics. You have a phone and be able to put it on a tripod or hold it steady and follow action. You can do commentary if you want. Um, I did my cousin's game on it uh, last year. I had a headset that had a microphone. And I plugged it into my phone, and I did his football game. He's, he's in middle school. It wasn't that hard or that big of a deal. You log on to Meridix's site, you put your password in, and you connect it with your phone. And it's simple and easy once the school sets it up and everything. And you literally can hit record, and you just film it. So if any of you parents want to do that contact your school and maybe you can show your soccer games to the parents who can't come or the grandparents that can't come or the fans that can't come uh but you need to run it by your school don't just do it by yourself or anything like that don't go into business for yourself um but you know if if you guys have questions i don't care to answer them but don't like i said do not go into it by yourself and I did that, uh, number one, because my cousin was getting to start, um, and he, it was his first start ever in middle school, and I have uncles that are in Florida, they wanted to see him. Little did I know that the quarterback for the team, his dad was a soldier overseas in the Middle East, and my cousin told his mom and his mom was able 
I gave her the site and told her where she could find the information. And she woke him up and he was able to watch his son play middle school football from the Middle East. So you never know who you're helping. Um, I have a close friend of mine from high school that I am extremely close to her mother. And she has moved away from West Virginia. She now lives in Nebraska. And she begged me last year, will you please go to homecoming and show the game and actually show the homecoming ceremony because her granddaughter was in the homecoming court. And I was like, yeah, I guess. I don't have anything better to do. So, you know, if you guys have people out of state, talk to your schools about streaming games. Are they hiring a company? Are they getting moms and dads? Are they looking for volunteers? Because, you know, fans want to see it. Grandparents don't want to see it. People out of state want to see it. So I encourage you guys to go that extra mile if you possibly can. So I'm going to end this. I have been rattling on for an hour. I'm sorry that I have taken up so much of your time. Hopefully some of the information has been worthwhile and spending this hour with me was not that bad. Anyway, you guys know the drill. If you guys have any questions, comments, problems, or protests, you need to write me at West Virginia Overtime at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter or on our Facebook page at West Virginia Overtime and you guys can ask me whatever you need and if I can find out or if I know the answer then I will do that for you but if I can't I will be honest with you and say hey I can't do that or if I try and I can't find the answer or they're giving me the runaround then I'll just be real honest with you and say hey they're giving me the runaround and I can't find the answer for you so uh like I said I hope you guys enjoyed this and I hope it answered some questions or at least was somewhat entertaining try to be if you guys uh need anything let me know but I will be talking to you guys soon